Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Oh, we'll get to it this show. We'll get to it this show. Okay. But first, masturbation. Oh, no, we're not talking about that crazy lady from the tea party, are we? No, we're it's not. A, it's we're adultery, not. you know. Well, is adultery illegal in Florida? You know, there are some states where adultery is a prosecutable crime. Because if masturbation is adultery and adultery is illegal in Florida... They have yet another charge to put up against William Tyler Black. Yeah, he did something in the toy aisle of a Walmart that usually you only find at a adult-themed store, but usually there's no lightsabers at those toy stores. Let's just thank God a clerk caught this sicko because he violated some lightsabers yeah, in the toy aisle. He was viewing a Sports Illustrated, which is pretty tame really anymore. Yeah, but it was Brooklyn Decker. So I don't I know can, who she is. I can kind of uh, understand that. Imagine is she super- Elle McPherson when she was young. Okay, I whatever. Anyway, he was pleasuring himself looking at this issue of Sports Illustrated and at a Walmart chose to deposit his fruitfulness of his loins all over the lightsabers. We couldn't make this up, but we just had to... Why the lightsabers? You'd think the plushies would be far more absorbent. Oh, Arnie, that's a whole nother category there. (laughs) That, I believe, is just a whole nother fetish that, yeah, no, because there's that whole dressing up in the bear costume Oh, yeah, the furries. I don't get those either. Apologies to any furry listeners, but I don't get you. Yeah. So let's just move on now and talked about things that aren't gross and skeevy but for first like your birthday (laughs) but but for first time listeners this is what type of show we have here (laughs) but yes i did have a birthday and fortunately marjorie didn't buy me any lightsabers from florida walmarts i did not buy you any lightsabers from florida walmarts i did buy you some legos though because we had actually bought each other some other gifts previously in the summer since our birthdays are close together and i wanted you to have something to open on your birthday because you really are an eight-year-old boy so i went out and bought you the wampa cave lego set because it's really cute he's got a little turkey leg yeah why does the wampa have a turkey leg it's like the wampas at thanksgiving it's adorable and i love the little skeleton that comes with him i'm hoping i'll be able to find a couple loose on ebay so i can char them up and make owen and baru skeletons and put them outside of luke's homestead do they make the homestead lego set i always throw kink in your plans don't i no but there's a guy on youtube who shows me how to custom one okay well when you have the time to finish all your other custom projects you can then tackle the lars homestead but let's get to why i'm mad we got a package in the mail this week and i didn't know what it was yeah because it had just some guy's name on the package yeah we won't reveal who it is but it came from a person so it it really screamed ebay purchase yeah and then you had to sit there think oh god what did i buy do i need to let her open it or can i do i need to hide it do i need to hide this purchase is it a marvel toy you know yeah there is always that moment i'm very open and honest with my wife about what i buy and what i spend and we have our own monies so if i buy something that she won't approve of i have my own money your second wife is marvel but it turned out to be our badge set from celebration five and my god you know celebration five i loved you we had such a magical time together it was so much fun why do you have to send me poop in an envelope it's more than just poop 
The badge set came in a... It looks like a floppy disk box. But it's a little bigger than floppy disks. I don't know what it is. It's a, it, But it's it, it, an acrylic box that is too small for the badges. So the badges have to sit at like a 45 degree angle. It is apparently whatever they had lying around. It is not made for this badge set. Now, all the other celebrations had really cool badge set cases. Like the I'm celebration- not sure about Celebration 1, but yeah. Celebration 3 had the nice wooden box. Celebration 4 had the metal tin. This has an acrylic box that, again, was just what they had lying around. So, of course, we talked on the show previously, you don't get the VIP badges. You don't get Jedi Knight or Jedi Master. You didn't get Jedi Ma- Knight or Ma- Jedi Master, but the VIP badges in there. Oh, I, okay. The VIP who were the guests, but not like the people who could go into the VIP lounge, the no. attendee VIPs, the Jedi Knight and Jedi Masters. And that's a shame that you don't get those because it is part of the badge set. I We have an so, in- incomplete badge set. We do. It doesn't fit in its not custom designed case. The Jedi Knight and Jedi Master badges are going for hundreds of dollars on eBay. People who paid the extra for that are actually selling this badge alone and paying less for admittance than general audience Wow! after selling just their little badge. So they can't really call it a badge set. It's the not special badge set. It's the first time they've ever offered a badge set and withheld, which is crappy. It's just mm-hmm. really crappy. And beyond that, they just sent us the badges. Ah, this box is simply for shipping. I, I couldn't be more mad if they just wrapped them in a rubber band. Oh, yeah, you're right. You, I think it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing. It's what they had around. It is such crap because these badges were $60. Yeah. Now, we give out badges at every convention. Uh-huh. I know what it costs to print a good badge. Yeah. Because the badges we give out at conventions, you know, they're not free, folks. We got to pay to print them. We got to pay to laminate them. We got to punch them. There's lanyards involved. It ain't 60 bucks. How many badges did we get? 17 badges. 17 badges. $25 at most. And those are smaller than the badges we hand out. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit nicer plastic. I might even go 30. $60. (sighs) What a kick in the pants. What a kick in the pants. I just am so upset by this. Well, in all fairness, I don't think they advertised it in coming in a collectible case, did they? No, they didn't. But the other ones, they didn't, and it just was a nice perk that you got. Well, no, they talked about the box and things, but they didn't charge that much more for those. Oh, this is just so terrible that they didn't even give us a properly sized case to put yeah. them in. Well, the others all have a neat thing where they're kind of displayed. And this really... Well, no, Celebration 4, it was kind of hard to figure out what to do with because it had the three-ring binder at it's the like top. It's like a flip but, chart. Though. Yeah. You can't really display it, but it's a yeah. nice case. Man, I'm just, I'm just really upset about this because mm-hmm. it's $60 that I really wish I had back. Can you return it? No. No returns? No returns. But, wow. And I, I'm just so torn because all the celebrations we go to, I've got the badge sets now but do i want this one part of me wants the complete set of badges but then i don't even have the complete set of badges because they screwed us on that too Mm -hmm. did it say it didn't include those when you bought it it listed the ones it did include and it took some sleuthing in our forums of some of our smarter forum members to be the ones to notice hey this isn't complete yeah despite them calling it a badge set it's not really a set Mm -mm. it's a grouping of badges yeah it's some badges but it's not a badge set no and i'm sorry to go off on that rant but it's $60. That's a lot of money. And, you know, it's it's not like it was $20 or $10. It was $60. I want something if I'm going to spend $60. I demand more. $60 is kind of my cutoff for what is a high-end purchase. Because General Giant Minibus, I consider a higher-end collectible. And those are $60. So that makes this badge set supposedly high-end. Mm-hmm. And it's lazy. I can't believe the box doesn't even fit it. I mean, the box is too wide and too short. It, it's obviously not yeah. made. It's like a somebody may have calculated the total area of the badge and found a box that had the same total area because too wide and too short. But no, wrong length, wrong height, wrong width. Yeah, it's wrong all over. I know a lot of people were also complaining because it took so long to get them. I was fine with the amount of time it took to get them. It's about a month afterwards. It's not bad. No, I'm not too worried about that. I would rather have waited another month and gotten something better. Yeah. I mean, how often have I had pre-orders that sit out there and get delayed and get delayed and I wait a year? And I would be happy for that if the product was worth a crap. It's the 30th anniversary of Empire. Where's my Han Solo in Carbonite case for these badges? Tell me that wouldn't 
wouldn't have been cool. That would have been awesome. I'd have paid $100 for that. But they also should have included the other two badges. I understand they want to give Jedi Ma- some Jedi Masters something special. But, you know, they got something special in that they got in early. They got something special in that they got the VIP lounge. Now, there were some other exclusives. But the fact that they didn't make those badges available. And I am not paying $100 for a Jedi Knight badge to have in this set either. I'm so pissed off that I already spent the 60 I'm not spending another dime. Now, people are trying to sell these on eBay for as much as $200. And they're advertising the case as something special when the case really doesn't. If you see any that sell for $200, let me know because these are going right up on eBay. (laughs) I, I, I take 60 folks. Arnie, a lot of these have sold for 150 and up. You're freaking kidding me. No, I'm serious. Completed listings on eBay, people are paying two and three times, actually three times and more the value of these. All right, I'm listing them, and you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to turn this negative into a positive. Okay. A group that we're involved in is doing a big food drive for our local food pantry. I'm going to list these. I'm going to put a buy it now of 170 on them because that seems to be about going and get my 60 back and that 110 extra. We're going to just buy food for that charity drive and give it to the food pantry. I think that's a great idea. I I'm think- going to turn this negative crap into a positive and let somebody else make the mistake and we're going to get the $110 and give it to the food pantry. So I'm, I'm listing it right after we record, which is going to be a couple days before the show. I'm going to put it on our Facebook and the forums if it's still up. And I'm also starting the bids, bid over 100. So this is going to go for charity. We're going to give all the money beyond my original 60 to charity because this is crap. <laughs> Good. Turn that negative into a positive. I think that's a great idea. But why don't we move on to our store report and talk about things that don't suck? I'm tired of talking about bad Star Wars. We've (laughs) talked about bad Star Wars for like 10 minutes. Let's talk about good Star Wars because we love Star Wars and we want to talk good things. So let's go to our store report. Brought to you by Backstage Toys. And Marjorie, Backstage Toys has a large selection of one of your favorite Star Wars collectibles. Galactic Heroes. They've got the little puppy dog, Adat Walker, that you love. He's adorable. As well as a number of two-packs, battle packs, old and new, all kinds of Galactic Heroes out there. And if you're a fan of Galactic Heroes, you may also like some other similarly styled toys. There's the G.I. Joe Combat Heroes, also from Hasbro. Marvel's Superhero Squad, which has that hit cartoon show. The Superhero Squad ones are utterly freaking adorable. I'm sorry, but the Marvel designers, they are able to take liberties that they can't with the Star Wars characters. And there's so many different costume changes that they do for the different superheroes. They really have personality. I love the Superhero Squad line, and it's really hard not to buy them. They also have the Transformers Robot Heroes, which you also like. They're very cute, and I love Bumblebee. You're not even a Transformers fan. No, I don't like Transformers. I don't get Transformers. Transformers because they're robots who reproduce and I think that's really just bizarre and I don't get their whole backstory and don't bother explaining it to me because I really don't want to know I spent like two hours of the drive to celebration trying to describe the whole history (laughs) of Transformers and it didn't go over well no and then some of the non-Hasbro DC Comics has the Batman Action League and they're cute too Scooby-Doo has Mystery Mates which we recently saw and then there's even Power Rangers stylized sets all of these are at Backstage Toys with a huge selection old and new and if you want to even just see what we're talking about we're going to have links to all of these on our homepage. so thank you to backstage toys also thank you to jerry darth bounty on the forums because a couple weeks ago jerry was on the show with a voicemail saying hit walmart for the force unleashed ultimate sith edition and i'm like well whoop-de-doo it's <laughs> been out for a while why do i care well jerry pointed out that the reason we care is because the ultimate sith edition for the force Unleashed is very few video games go up in value when they age. True. I think the only one I can think of is Marvel versus Capcom 2, where they really increase in value because of a low production run. But when Force Unleashed Ultimate Sith Edition came out, I kind of ignored it because, as I mentioned on the show a couple weeks ago, I kind of got sick of the Force Unleashed when I was playing it on every given platform during its release week. It got so bad that I was repeating the lines in the video game around the house. And so I just kind of was like, well, games always come down in price, right? They start off at 60 and then they're 50 and then they're 40 and then they're 25. And I'm like, I'm just going to wait. Well, they didn't do that with the Ultimate Sith Edition. And now if you want a new one on your PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360, 
you're paying $135 on Amazon. The used ones are going for 60 or 70 as the lowest priced ones. Wow. Why is that going for so much money? Now, if you use Windows Vista, you can only spend $30 if you can get it to run. But... <laughs> I don't know if it works on Windows 7. I haven't tried it on my Windows 7 machine. And it's also only 35 for Mac OS X. But for the platforms where it was built to play, yeah, it was going for crazy amounts. But Jerry pointed out it actually got rolled back at Walmart's to $39.96. Now, here's the trick. You got to find a Walmart that has it. Fortunately, Walmart has that great store finder thing. I went on to their website and started entering a few zip codes around the area and found a Walmart 20 miles from here. Yeah, we went to the Walmart in Carlinville, which we've seen quite a few Walmarts in the 10 years, almost 11 years we've been together. And very few were this bad. Yeah, this was a super Walmart. However, it was the size of a non-super Walmart and only had one door. It was very bizarre. And the inside really felt like a Sam's Club. It's also very strange to hear what Star Wars collecting does to you when you start raiding your Walmarts. I remember when we drove to Texas and I was very excited by all the different colored Walmarts we found. It is kind of neat to see the different styles because a lot of times they try to make them regional. Like the new Walmart they built here, which it's a relatively new trend over the last few years of Walmart, but the new one they built here is Lincoln-themed because we're all about Abraham Lincoln, woohoo. And they got the quotes wrong. They actually weren't Lincoln quotes, which is very amusing, but they're very stately and it looks like the old state capital. Well, this Carlinville Walmart must be the shiznit for Carlinville because there were actually some girls there asking Walmart employees to take their picture. Yeah, what What's up with that? It was a kicking Saturday night out on the town for Carlinville. I had to go the long way so I didn't photobomb them <laughs> while getting my Force Unleashed. Because, yes, they were taking pictures in the video game aisle. And they weren't, like, posing with the video games. Just, like, it was like prom night at Walmart. <laughs> Only, go figure, they didn't have dates. Oh, well. There was a big parade, though, in town that night. Because yeah, we their had to, brothers were probably busy. After all, it is Carlinville. We had to circumvent the town square to get to the Walmart because there was some kind of parade going on. However, if you're missing almost any comic packs, go to the Walmart in Carlinville, Illinois. I found, like, the mother load of comic packs. And I'm talking the Grand Moff Tarkin comic pack in his leisure suit all the way up to the latest Walmart exclusives. They had just the this huge shelf of comic packs. It was freaky. And that was like all they had. They didn't even have any vintage toys at all. The vintage collection. Our Walmarts around here, they've been restocking. Nothing new. I have not seen any more foil cards. I keep hitting Walmarts hoping that I'm going to have one of those moments that our listeners called in about, about finding all 12 of the foil carded figures. The only one I found recently was, is that a Bespin Luke? Is that yeah. a, and it was all bent on the side, not on the top. And I found another beat up Magna Guard. Now, one person in our forums pointed out that there is a variant on the clone trooper foil card and the non foil card because some of the clones have the helmet on, others have the helmet off and packaged to the side so you can see the Tamora Morrison head underneath. Or is it Lovely. Taylor. Marjorie found something at Target that I didn't think we'd actually ever see in stores. I kind of figured this would be something that if I wanted, I'd have to order off Entertainment Earth. And Yeah, I have a bad habit of just meandering around Target, especially when they have their holiday displays up because they just put out Halloween, which they're a little late, judging by Walgreens, who had it out in July. But if you go to the Target, they have a little special aisle. Well, you know, you know why they have it out. Why? Six more weeks till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Six more weeks till Halloween. Star Wars bobbles. Anyway, Target has in with the candy on the very end. They have a little like gift aisle that they've started doing the last few years for every holiday. Now, I don't give gifts for Halloween, and I was certainly not paying, you know, $5.99 or $6.99 for each kid that comes to my door to give them a treat. So maybe this is just for your special kids or whatever, but they always have like little Lego packs and little different things for all the toy licenses. There's my little pony stuff. There's the little pet shop things, you know, Marvel, Transformers, although they didn't have Marvel. I looked for you. Don't worry. Thank you. But they had Star Wars and they had the zombie bobbleheads, which I really didn't think we would find anywhere. I'm not a big fan of bobbleheads. I don't get them. Yeah, they had bobbles. Don't you just need one and you're over it? In fact, I know Arnie bought one bobblehead a long time ago from a local restaurant and he got sick of it and kept it in our pantry for a long time. And all of a sudden one day he's like, do I need this? It went in the garbage. Here's the thing. 
I, I never even knew about bobbleheads before, like the Taco Bell ads in the 90s where they had the bobblehead chihuahua on the dashboard. I think that's when they came out. But the Star Wars bobbleheads, I, I don't pick them up because they bobble. I pick them up because of the art, which is why I'm very selective. I got the Greedo and the Gamorrean, and those are the only bobbles I had. But I saw these. I was surprised by the price because the bobbleheads normally are around 10 or $12. These were six. Arnie, but they're something you're not catching. They're baby bobbleheads. They're really tiny. That is true. But you know what? I'm happy about that. I'll take half the bobblehead for half the cost because really, these are just novel. They're mashup horror bobbleheads. I didn't realize even when I saw these at Comic-Con and at Toy Fair that they were smaller. They had them kind of off on their own shelf, so I didn't get the direct comparison. And as I've mentioned before in this show, when you're at a convention, all sense of scale is thrown off. Yeah, and I thought they had them bigger, actually. In I one... thought they did, too. But you know what? I will take these mini bobbleheads. I will. Because because I don't want to spend a lot of time, money, or space on this cute little idea. I like the idea, but at $12 a piece, I would have passed on these in a blink. And at $6 a piece for mini bobbleheads, I'm on this. The only thing is they didn't have the werewolf Chewy. No. The Yoda looks like he's a meth addict, though, doesn't he? <laughs> he kind of does look like meth addict Yoda. He's really skinny and emaciated. His eyes are all bloodshot. He's got bad teeth. I kind of like Frank and Vader. He really can't tell much other... Well, he's got the bolts in the helmet. Well, okay, the other than that the stormtrooper is not bad no he's a death trooper yeah he's a zombie stormtrooper so i'm down with these we're gonna hit a number of targets anyway so i'm gonna be looking for the werewolf chewy this next week but check these out they're in the holiday seasonal items aisle there's a lot of other neat things in there too for the other licenses i always go there for every holiday just to pick up the stuff but you got to move fast because the popular licenses go quickly i will say the star wars stuff is generally all the same. There's not much variation in it. And I think this is the first time we've had a little Star Wars Halloween item, hasn't it been? We usually have something at Christmas. Usually it's little, those little tiny Lego packs that come in the little bags, the yeah. little tiny ships. Mm-hmm. They do cool stuff with Marvel. I remember Easter, I Marvel Easter eggs with superhero squad inside, which were freaking cute. They, yeah, always do something for these holidays. So those are some, I like these bobbleheads though. I, I'm really, I do the, the right price for me. I would buy more bobbleheads at $6. I really never heard you say that bobbleheads are the wrong price for you. Don't you notice we're not full up on bobbleheads here? How many bobbleheads do you need? After a while, it'd just get creepy, wouldn't it? But they have all the different art styles. Now, yakface.com has a report that Clone Cash is appearing in Wave 3 of the Clone Wars figures. This will give you $5 off the purchase of any vehicle. So if you're an opener and you're getting the new Clone Wars figures, check it out. You may have a coupon inside. Now, we also have our Both and Spy who's reported on some new items in stores. I haven't seen these myself, but I really want to find all of these. First, Star Wars stress balls. I could use these at work. I would love to squish C-3PO's head when I get in a bad mood. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. For a dollar a piece, I'm all over these stress balls. I think that these are at a Walmart. Yeah, we're judging by the price tag. Yeah, we're trying to figure out where the We have the some Both and Spies from. at some different locations, so... Yeah, this Both and Spy usually reports on Walmart items, so I think this is at a Walmart. And also, I think at a Walmart, talking plush Star Wars keychains. They got Vader and R2, $8.99 each. I think I'd get it just for the novelty, maybe put it in my backpack or something, because I already have a very special Jar Jar keychain that I carry and get hassled when I have it out, but... It's the plush ones are very cute. Over at Toys R Us, Jedi Temple Archives is reporting a rumor that there's going to be a store reset and that front area, which is currently full of some kind of weird Zuzu hamster. hamsters. Remember the Zuzu ones? Remember we got one last year? I found one and I let the dogs play with it and Cassie tried to eat it. Yes. And yes. she ripped its fur off. And we had a robot Zuzu hamster for a long time. Yes. Like that's, Chucky in Child's Play. Yeah, yes. that that's pretty much there. I don't get Zuzu hamsters either because they're just hamsters that go around and go beep, beep and make all kinds of noise and they can put them in a little trap. But that's it. They don't do anything really than just drive around and apparently annoy and infuriate chihuahuas. Well, the rumor has it that that's going to be torn down and replaced with a Star Wars 
storefront, and it'll be full up on things like the vintage AT-AT and the Rise of Boba Fett Battle Pack and all kinds of Star Wars goodness up there. I have hit Toys R Us several times this week looking for the foil cards. Ours still have the Zuzu hamsters up front, but something to keep an eye out for. And I have not found the vintage AT-AT yet. And of course, guys, remember, it's the same AT-AT, just a box. You're paying $110 for a box. and Which just- is what Arnie's going to do. Absolutely. And I want to make sure everybody who's listening understands you're paying $110 for a box. Just like Arnie is. And that's okay. Don't Arnie be would- like me. Arnie would pay for an empty box. And people occasionally send him empty boxes. This is true. And we thank you for it. Well, there's no we in that. No, you thank them because that means I only have to pay shipping on an empty box versus buying a whole vehicle. So you thank them, don't you? I've given up. You know, I'm just going <laughs> to go with this. Not even passive aggressive. I'm just going to pretend like I have to take happy pills to deal with this and you can just buy whatever you want and it's okay. Hey, but I have do to I say-, say anything when you buy a purse and your purses cost a lot more than my boxes and when your current new shoe fascination with expensive shoes, do I say anything, Carrie, here? No. Little Miss so Carrie you- Bradshaw in training can't complain about my boxes. No. Alright then, because pretty soon I'm going to be calling hey, you the least- devil because you're wearing Prada. I opened my shoes though. I opened my boxes. No you don't. I beg to differ. We have a whole room of unopened boxes, floor to ceiling, with just about three feet to walk through. But it's a small room. Not really. Now, I still haven't seen the Rise of Boba Fett pack, except for when we were already full up on toys driving home from Chicago. No, that was Jabba. No, Jabba was on the way home from Celebration. This was when we could bring home my godmother or we could bring home Boba Fett. And I thought about it for a while and decided (laughs) that maybe Boba Fett would be found in Springfield later. Whereas your godmother would not be. (laughs) It'd be written out of the will. Like, it's bad enough. I had to ride in the back seat with a life-size Jar Jar next to me. That was your purchase. It was, but I ended up sleeping on him and it looked very weird. Because I was tired. But if you don't want to wait, you can get the Rise of Boba Fett set right now at ToysRUs.com with free shipping. So really, there's no reason not to. Unless you're worried about shipping damage, which we'll talk about a little later on the show. There's some new stuff coming out from Kodo, which always has really neat stuff. And I know you just bought a bunch at Wizard World. We're kind of behind on it. But again, these are things that the aftermarket value on most things is a lot less. But they're coming out with a Boba Fett Artifacts Plus statue. Now, we saw the unpainted at comic-con i really like their unpainted ones i know that's silly but i really think that they're really neat and i don't not that there's anything wrong with their painting or their paint process but i really think the unpainted ones really you let see you see the, the detail. detail yeah yeah i really respect kodos and i really think that they are one of the few companies that put a lot of time and effort and care into accuracy and detail and i don't think you've ever picked up one of their statues and gone oh this is wrong well there is that slave Leia. Well, that's there's lots of things wrong with Slave Leia, though. <laughs> I mean, come on. But here's what I noticed, though. They have this available to order now at the CodoUS.com store, but the page specifically says Boba Fett Cloud City version. So is there going to be another version? Hmm. Perhaps a Return of the Jedi version? Hmm. They also have, and this is so cool because they're playing to my heart here, the Stormtrooper Artifacts Plus statues. They come in a two-pack because, again, you you never see one stormtrooper alone and Kodo knows this. So just buy two and get it over with. Gentle Giant put three new jumbo figures up on their site to order this week. Two figures or three, depends on how you want to count it. There's two Han Solos, Big Head Han and Small Head Han. And then there's Chewbacca. And they're available at Gentle Giant's site for Premier Guild members only right now. So you, we'll have the link on our homepage, but you've got to be a Premier Guild member to see them. But I don't think that these are going to move super fast. The small head Han and Chewbacca are only limited to 2,500 pieces, which is a lot for a gentle giant item. And even the more limited big head Han is 2,000 pieces. Yeah. These don't have the buzz of Boba Fett. They don't have the advantage of celebration. And some of them aren't even exclusive because if you aren't in the Premier Guild, go to Entertainment Earth and they have the Chewie and the small head Han up right now. 
now. So I think this is where we will see the line falter. I really do. I, I know that they're probably already well into production on some of the other figures that I actually do want, like mm-hmm. the Greedo, the Walrus Man, maybe the Vader, maybe. But Chewie, Big Head Han, Small Head Han, the more you make, the more money you want from me to be a completist, the more turned off I am by it, actually. So it's it's right now is such an easy pass. It never even went through my mind to order these when I saw three figures at once. I mean, we're talking close to 300 after shipping. No way. No way. Wow. But if you like them, we're not judging you, and you can go and order those at either Gentle Giant's site or Entertainment Earth. Now, I know a lot of people are still kind of bummed about the Boba Fett not being able to get him. Jedi Temple Archives hypothesized on their site that we may see the Boba Fett re-released and that only on its current Star Wars card will it be the Celebration 5 exclusive, but there's an Empire Strikes Back card, a Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi card, and a Power of the Force card that they might be able to lean on later to make more of those. Interesting. You'd be getting the same Boba Fett. I mean, the card's probably not the big expense there, the big tooling cost, you know? Right. Now, Entertainment Earth also has some new items Now, there's no pictures yet, but these are kind of the bric-a-brac kind of items, and we're going to have links on our homepage. You might want to check throughout the week. Entertainment Earth usually puts up pictures a couple of days after they add the listing. One thing that really grabbed my eye was Star Wars wooden wall clock for $15. Kind of curious to see what it looks like. I just remember growing up with this really ugly varnished wood clock in my parents' house, and I'm like, is it going to be like the Star Wars bookends where it's just the word Star Wars, only varnished wood and with hands on it for a clock. Hmm. I want to know what this wood wall clock is. Yeah. I have it. I have many Star Wars plastic clocks in my collection. And obviously I, none of them are on the wall. No. Well, many of them have stands like the Flava Flav clock. Yeah, I love that Darth Vader Flava Flav alarm clock. That's so awesome. But I might need a wooden clock now. Now, there's also a Darth Vader limited edition cookie jar for a hundred bucks. I really want to see this before I put down a hundred bucks. Yeah. It could be really cool. It could really not be. I want to see the picture. Yeah. Maybe that's why they don't put the pictures up right away. Now, Marjorie, you've been kind of hounding me saying we need some more glasses. We've had some break and we need yeah. new glasses. Well, there's a Star Wars glasses four pack available at Entertainment Earth for $15. I have to see the art. It's Han, Leia, Luke, and Vader and they're 10 ounce glasses. Now, how does that compare to a normal drinking glasses? 10 ounce average? They're usually 16 ounces, like the ones we drink out of their pint glasses. And I think even the Star Trek ones we got at Burger King are 16 ounces as well. That's standard. Usually your rocks glasses are eight ounces. Most people call them juice glasses. <laughs> There's no art though picture. I wish I'd put the pictures up. And then, you know, when you have glasses, they you, sweat. You need coasters. Yeah. So they also have so- coasters sold in a set of four to match the glasses for $9 at Entertainment Earth. Now I already have a lot of Star Wars coasters at this point. Many of them came from Entertainment Earth. My favorite coasters are probably the ones that ate your wedding ring. I know that was really bizarre. I lost my wedding ring for like four months. I was mad. Yeah. And I was distraught over this. You know, you panic. It's your wedding ring. And those coasters, I don't even remember where we got them. Were they from StarWarsShop.com exclusives that had the Imperial and Rebel logo in the middle, the black coasters? The stand has grooves on the bottom, and the grooves are just far enough apart that my wedding ring wedged in there. And one day I decided to wash the coasters in the stand because they got kind of dusty. And all of a sudden, my wedding ring dropped in the sink and almost down the drain. I grabbed it quick enough, but it was holding my wedding ring hostage for quite a few months. Entertainment Earth also has the new scaled helmets. Remember, this was back when... Gentle Giants still went to Toy Fair, so we're at least two years ago now. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how since Master Replicas was no more, FX Collectibles hadn't even been announced yet. Gentle Giant was taking over this storied mini helmet line, which started with Riddle and then went to Master Replicas. Now it's Gentle Giant mini helmets. They're coming out with the new Django Fed helmet, and it is available now at Entertainment Earth. And if you do shop at Entertainment Earth for these items or any others, please do use the affiliate links from 
from the Star Wars Action News homepage. It's kind of funny. We haven't had much Jango Fett love lately, have we? No, because he's dead by the time the Clone Wars cartoon rolls yeah, around. So. so you're really not getting much Jango Fett there. Speaking of Clone Wars, Sideshow announced a new three-pack of figures in their 12-inch line. These are the clones Boil and Waxer. Now, don't these clones get nicknames based on their personalities? And I wonder sometimes what these two guys did. Well, Boyle? Waxer is taking care of the... He's the esthetician? Yeah. And he makes sure all the clones have well-manicured eyebrows and groins? And he, and he makes sure the Twi'leks have Brazilians. Okay. Boil? Full of boils? I, I kind of thought he was a customizer, boil and pop. I was thinking maybe he just had a bacteria problem and had boils. And then they come with little Twi'lek Numa. Numa Numa? Numa Numa. These are from the Innocence of Ryloth Clone Wars episode from Season 1. And the pre-orders start on these this week, September 23rd, with the newsletter, so Thursday night. Now, here's something interesting. We always talk about the affiliate links, and we always believe in being transparent with our listeners. We are a Sideshow affiliate as well. So if you use the Sideshow links on our homepage, we get a pittance of a commission, but it does tend to add up. It's like pennies in a jar. And we greatly appreciate it when you use the links. Sideshow sent out an email that said they will no longer be offering commission to any affiliates, not just Star Wars Action News, but any of them. So all the sites you go to that have those big Sideshow ads, they're all trying to grab these pennies. They're not going to offer any of us commission on the 12-inch line anymore, and it begins the day that these clones go on sale, that there's no commission. And we have seen over the years as the economy has changed that commissions are decreasing and being eliminated altogether in some cases. Yeah, many companies have just opted out of affiliate programs altogether. Why I find this interesting and why I'm telling you guys isn't, you know, poor us. We're not going to get money off the 12-inch figures, which actually does suck because 12-inch figures sold really well. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. And we're still going to be sending out new release newsletters for all of the new items that come out. We don't just send those for our affiliate and our advertisers, we send those out for every new item and every Mm -hmm. great deal anywhere on the web. So you can sign up for that newsletter at our homepage. The reason I bring this up is you might really want to sign up for this newsletter because I wonder if website support and the race to be the first to post it on their Facebook pages and on their web pages is going to decrease because there's no commission anymore. Mm -hmm. People are going to be like, eh, I can put that up Friday mid-morning. We're not going to lose anything by not advertising it so much. And we're still going to go ahead and put it out. So don't worry. We'll be yes. there as, because as promptly as we always can try to be with these newsletter ones, I usually spend my Thursday nights sitting, refreshing the page so that I can see when this comes up and send the newsletter. And it really helps Arnie stay on top of when stuff comes out because, you know, you get busy, you're doing stuff. You're not always sitting in front of the computer, contrary to popular belief. You know, we do have lives. You guys do, too. And it's easy to forget sometimes when things go on sale. And there's been many a times we've been <laughs> someplace and before their smartphones are prevalent. I was calling my dad, dad, go to this website. S I D E S H. Couldn't you no, say H dad? Couldn't you just say sideshow? Doesn't your father know that? Like sideshow carnival. It's better if you just spell out the URL. When we him. sent him for the black hole stormtrooper at general giants, I remember that was a debacle. Yeah, it, it was fun. But many times I've had to have my dad try to order stuff for us. I do want to thank all of our listeners who send us emails and those few who have my phone number who text message me <laughs> when new items come out too or great bargains so that I can send out the new release newsletters on those. But yes, we're still going to be doing that, but you may have to be a little bit more on top of it as you were because from a pure self-interest point of view, there's less of it now. Mm-hmm. And speaking of companies who don't have affiliate programs, this oh. is again just news. Megacalendars.com. Oh boy, it's that time of the year again. Calendars are starting to come out. And remember last year I had this huge, I'm trying to find another word for debacle, but yet it's a debacle trying to get the calendar that had all of the unleashed figure art in it. It was such a great calendar. And I ended up finding it after the fact it was going for about $100 on Amazon, but I found it at megacalendars.com, thus getting on their mailing list. Well, they sent out a coupon code that I'm sharing with all of you of 0411 to get 10% off of the calendars. And I went and checked out their site to see what they had for Star Wars calendars. And they have seven Star Wars calendars, six of which are in stock. And the seventh is available for pre-order. And it looks like a good year for Star Wars calendars. There's several Clone Wars. You know, I like the Clone Wars 
the saga ones always get me a bit more excited. And there's two saga calendars for 2011, both of which have Macquarie art on the front. One has the Mick Vader fighting Luke and the other has the trench run. And the trench run calendar is actually a 3D calendar. I don't know if it comes with glasses or if it's lenticular or how they're going to pull off the 3D. I know Borders had a giant selection of calendars out already last time we were at a Borders. And that was a few months ago. So all of these are available now at megacalendars.com. I haven't decided because I always, I try to stretch a dollar. <laughs> so that way I can afford to buy more boxes. and More shoes for your wife. You don't want her to go barefoot, do you? <laughs> I'm always torn about which ones I wait until after Christmas to buy at 50% off, 75% off, and which ones are going to sell. Even with 10% off, 10% off is a good beginning. But I think these a lot of these will be 50% off come January 1st. But if you're paranoid of getting into a situation like I did last year, you may want to buy now. I'm thinking I'm going to buy those two Saga calendars now, especially the 3D one and probably the Clone Wars one that comes with a bonus DVD now at 10% off and Mm. wait on the rest for the half price. Yeah, the ones with the DVD are always hard to track down. The one that's for pre-order is the boxed calendar. I believe that's a day-by-day calendar. I always love the day-by-day. It just appears to be, again, art. There's no trivia. I always prefer the trivia ones. But the the day-by-day calendars can sometimes be the hard ones to find, too. Those are all right now at megacalendars.com. Now, if you've been hunting for the foil chase cards, Brian's Toys has full sets that you can just get. Or if you're just missing a few, you can pick and choose which ones you need, which I know there's a few that we're still looking for. Obi-Wan and Boba Fett are the ones we're looking for. Which you wouldn't expect Obi-Wan to be hard to find. I can understand Boba Fett. Yeah, I can't even find him non-foil No, he's hard to find. They've also got, which is dangerous for me, they are the only place that has a huge selection of Kubricks. And they have both. They have old and new, and they have everything. They've got a couple Chase ones. The Chase ones always are pricey, whether you get them Brian's Toys, eBay, no matter where you get them, you're paying for these Mm -hmm. Chase figures. And I'm really close to picking up that Blue Snaggletooth and the Walrus Man that they have at Brian's Toys. You know, I advocate those. You know, I'm able to pass Chases when they're variants, but if they're real characters, I mean, Walrus Man, he's Ponda Baba. He's a big character. You can't not have him. No. But it is a little bit. And you know, I love Snuggletooth. We have a Hasbro Q&A this week. Our first question for Hasbro... And I do want to say that these questions were submitted before Comic-Con, I think, right? Definitely before Celebration. So there's a big lag on these. So I kind of apologize that the questions I asked were fairly banal. The first one, why was there a set launch date for the newest figures? Launch dates in the past we've seen for major events, the four movies in theaters in 99, 02, 05, and 08. But all other line changes usually just trickle out. So why set the August 6th date this time? And Hasbro replied, great question, Arnie. Well, thank you. I thought it was kind of banal. (laughs) There are a couple of reasons for doing a launch date, including, as you note, theatrical releases. This year, we wanted to line up all the new items to land at retail at the same time to create both pent-up demand and start the lead-up to big entertainment date this year, September 17th. The secondary benefit of resetting everything is that we're able to purge out old inventory by shutting down older SKUs and starting fresh. While a hard set date is not needed to purge out the older inventory, the set date allows us to create a feeling of anticipation and gets people excited. This typically has had a major effect on Star Wars, and we're off to a great start this year as well. We should note that the cartoon date this year was only for North America, and the rest of the world set shelves as they needed to. Interesting. Are there any plans to do any fans' choice voting again in the near future, be it another figure re-release vote or a brand new figure vote? Their answer, there are no plans for additional fans' choice votes right now. We are still working our way around the last one to pick a few figures here and there to add to the line. Before too long, we'll want to revisit, but for now, we have some great choices to work with. Thank you to Hasbro for doing another Q&A. Now, we also got another email from Hasbro. We actually want to clarify, we don't talk to Hasbro directly. Mm-mm. We talk to Hunter Public Relations, yes. who Hasbro hires to deal with all of us fan sites. And <laughs> Hunter Public Relations sent an email and basically it said, leave Hasbro alone. 
All right. That YouTube video of Chris Crocker is probably outdated now. I can't reference it anymore. No. But they basically said, don't call Hasbro, call Star Wars Action News in our case. Uh, It seems like people, I guess, I'm I'm inferring a lot into this email, but they wouldn't have sent this email for no reason. And they're Mm -hmm. saying, please don't contact the Hasbro teams directly. And this, I think, was sent to all of the people with whom have fan sites, be it the Marvel team, the Star Wars team. But, you know, if you ever read a site called the consumerist you know it's not hard to figure out somebody's work email address at a big company so if you tried and you know the names of some of the people and you know their email format and you can find maybe the ceo's email on google or something then you can figure out just about every person in that Mm -hmm. company's email address yep and i'm thinking some people have done that and started contacting hasbro directly maybe they met them at conventions and learned their names or saw the live broadcast we did from comic-con and learned Mm -hmm. their names. But basically, Hasbro's too busy making toys to answer questions from everybody, which is why they hired Hunter PR to handle this. And Hunter PR also doesn't have the time to deal with every single fan. So that's why they have us with the fan sites. So what they've asked is, if you have a question or a problem with Hasbro, tell us Star Wars Action News, and then we can pass it on either as part of our Q&A, or if it's a big issue, like one we're about to talk about, we can do it ahead of time and just email and say, hey, we really need to know about this outside of the Q&A, and sometimes they'll tell us something, sometimes they won't. Mm -hmm. For example, a lot of people are posting on our Facebook page, on Twitter, and in our forums a little bit livid because the mail-away rocket-firing Boba Fett's have been showing up, and it looks like a herd of Yopi stomped on them. Yeah, their arriving package is just obliterated, but the outside box is usually fine. That's what's puzzling. People are... Some of the outside boxes, including one from one of our listeners, yeah, it looked like it had just gone through the ringer. Mm-hmm. And then when you get them, sometimes the bubble is crushed. Sometimes the card is creased. So because there were so many reports of this, easily 25 or more, and including our own podcast enhancer, Barron, has ordered six of these and the five he's gotten so far have all had some form of damage to them. None yeah. would qualify as mint on card. I emailed Hasbro or Hunter PR about this. And they said that if you're unhappy, you can go to the web form, the customer service web form at Hasbro and fill that out and see what the response is and then just wait for the next Hasbro Q&A. But because this is kind of a defective item issue, not a specifically Star Wars team issue. They didn't pass it on until the next Q&A. And Q&As have about a six-week turnaround time from the time we have to send them to the time we get the results and whatnot. So it's going to be a while before we actually can get this into the Q&A. Mm-hmm. Now, Yakface did publish Hasbro's 800 number for customer service. And this is 1-800-327-8264. Is that where the famous Carlos works? <laughs> Carlos. Now, Scott from Tulsa, who, of course, you know from this show, called in and actually got a shipping label emailed to him so he could just plop a shipping label on, send the figure back, and get a new figure. But the guys at Jedi Temple Archives called, and they were told that card condition isn't guaranteed and the figure itself must be broken in order to receive a new one. Well, you know how you fix that, then? A hammer? Yes. No, that's fraud. That is retail fraud. You don't do that. But it's it's led to a lot of gripe because this figure they charge for shipping and handling. Well, what kind of handling are we getting? Are we paying for manhandling of our figures? No, you're paying for the shipping supplies. How much is that really costing? Not much. So this is the hot story to follow in collecting right now is will Hasbro do anything? Because we've always heard reports of damage. I remember the Lucas Trooper. I ordered two and one came damaged, one came fine. Mm -hmm. But the reports of damage to these Boba Fetts are widespread and I don't know what changed if the postal service changed how they handle it because I know they keep upgrading their machinery or if Hasbro went to cheaper packing materials. I'm also a little glad that I procrastinate just in general and didn't order my FET figure yet because I'm hoping that maybe they'll rectify this and start putting a star case around the figure or something mm-hmm. to help impact the blow. I They probably won't change horses no. midstream but I can hope. You can try. Next up we've got Jerry who's going to review the vintage Boba Fett and the new Boba Fett. Hello, everyone. 
I'm Jerry here to bring you my latest vintage viewpoint. This week it's all about the vintage Boba Fett. The 30th anniversary craze for Empire Strikes Back is starting to wind down, but one character that was fun to explore during it was Boba Fett. With Hasbro's rocket-firing mail-away Fett, their vintage line, and Gentle Giant's 12-inch vintage figure, it has been a great summer for vintage Boba Fett fans. First, let's go back to 1978 when the world first met Boba Fett. Boba, you're a hero and a faithful friend. You must come back with us. What's the matter with R2? I'm afraid, sir, it's because you said Boba is a friend and faithful ally. That simply does not feed properly into R2's information bank. What are you talking about? We intercepted a message between Boba and Darth Vader, sir. Boba Fett is Darth Vader's right-hand man. I'm afraid this whole adventure has been an imperial plot. We'll meet again, friend. As most people know, Boba Fett was introduced in the Star Wars Holiday Special, which premiered and died on November 17, 1978. By far the highlight of that show was the nine-minute animated short known as The Faithful Wookiee, which was produced by Nelvana. Now you may know this already if you've been listening to Republic Forces Radio Network's retrospective series on droids. Droids was the animated series from 1985 that was also produced by Nelvana and gives us nearly identical-looking versions of R2-D2, C-3PO, and Boba Fett as they were depicted in this animated short. And here's action figures, Boba Fett, Darth Vader, and new IG-88. They can't escape us. I'll get the bounty. No, boss, I will. You've got your mission, man. Now, move out. IG-88, boss, Lando Calrissian, and other action figures each sold separately. From Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection, new from Kenner. So in 1978, Kenner began advertising a mail-away offer for a Boba Fett with a missile-firing backpack. Sadly, in December of 1978, a four-year-old boy from Atlanta had died having choked on a Battlestar Galactica rocket from a vehicle. Kenner decided to sticker over the offer for the rocket-firing feature, and they remolded the toy. Now, contrary to popular belief, there were no production rocket-firing Boba Fett shipped in mailer boxes. There had been a belief at one point that some of the mail-away Fets had the firing rocket, but that all the carded ones were fixed. That's absolutely not true. However, it is well known that two versions of prototypes exist from Kenner. There are approximately 50 altogether between the figures with an L-slot firing mechanism and the less common J-slot mechanism. And again, I'll reference Gus and Duncan's guide to prototypes that gives you some great photos and details on these two different versions. So the FET figure was offered on the second version of the 20 back cards, with the offer being prominent on the top half of the card. The offer expired on May 31st, 1979, and of course, please allow six to eight weeks for shipment. You redeem the FET by removing the proof of purchase off four Star Wars figures and sending them to Boba FET Offer, 1 Industrial Drive, Box 2520, Maple Plain, Minnesota, 55348. Note that there were no shipping costs. No $6.99 to get your card and bubbled all beat to heck. Oh yeah, I'm going there. More on that later. However, in contrast, the FET you received was just in a Kenner baggie in a white mailer box. The funny thing about the 20-back card with a FET offer is that it was very clear that there was a sticker covering the center of the card. I mentioned earlier that they did that to cover up the claim and offer of a rocket-firing backpack. Now, I still have five of these cards from 1978 still in my collection, and all five have that sticker peeled away albeit very poorly. I basically destroyed four out of my five cards. Now, one sticker I still have intact where I can read the new text that read, Boba Fett, a fearsome interplanetary bounty hunter, a threat to the Rebel Alliance, especially Han Solo, a new character in the Star Wars sequel. Now, this is actually very similar to the text that was on the Boba Fett once it was actually released, only it says a new character in Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. The other four cards I have are mostly unsuccessful attempts at looking at the pick of Fett with a firing backpack. I have one that was somewhat viewable, but not really. Now, some online researching I did in the mid-90s when I was in college finally revealed to me what that figure was. It was a kit-bash concept figure that included parts of the Stormtrooper and C-3PO that was just put together for photographies to show what this rocket-firing feature may have looked like. Now, yet another kit-bash figure was used on the insert card for one of the vinyl action figure collector's cases. Now, what's interesting to note is that both of the kit-bash figures seen online features those Captain Rex cat eyes on top of the helmet, as we saw in the Celebration 5 VCD exclusive Boba Fett. On the production figure, the red rocket is sonic welded in place. The color scheme is quite unique compared to any of the kitbash figures we had seen before. He includes a stormtrooper blaster and the card back became a 21 back since Fett himself was included on the back art. 
Boba Fett was later released on an Empire Strikes Back card, but then the Return of the Jedi line had two different versions, one with the same pose and artwork from the Star Wars and Empire card, but then a revised one with a movie scene of Boba Fett on the Tatooine skiff from Return of the Jedi. He was not released as a Power of the Force card, but was released on a European Tri-Logo. Now, the Tri-Logo one is quite popular because the base blue plastic of the figure is much lighter, as well as the green for the chest paint. The reds, the browns, and the oranges are actually slightly darker. When compared side-by-side side to the other Fets, it really stands out as being different. The other notable release of Boba Fett was on a Droids card, as Boba Fett was featured in the fourth episode of Droids, Race to the Finish. And you can find a review of that episode at RepublicForces.com. Now, as a kid, I always hated that Boba Fett came with a regular Stormtrooper blaster. So I took an AT-AT driver rifle, as I had a few spares, and I clipped the strap off of it. It had that sawed-off blaster look to it, and it became Fett's unique weapon. Now, I still have the original Boba Fett figure that I played with as a kid, but I really beat it to pieces and chipped off most of the paint. So about a year ago, I decided to try to customize it into a vintage Jango Fett figure. I always felt that the blue used in the base figure mold was really close to Jango's blue jumpsuit. So I took tips from our good friend Cozy and I gave it a shot to repaint it. Now, my results weren't nearly as good as all the great work we see of Cozy on the Star Wars Action News forums, but I think it's pretty cool. Check it out on the Enhanced Podcast. Now, I'm not typically a collector of carded vintage figures, but the 21-back Star Wars Boba Fett is one that I'm proud to own. I received it as a Christmas present from my dad back in 1998. He bought it after I drooled over it over and over again at the Earth Collectibles Toy Mall in Cincinnati. It's in very nice displayable condition, but it does have some bubble damage that is isolated to the top. The card, though, is very nice, and I just love having this in my collection. Now, let's fast forward to 2010, Year of the Boba Fett. When Hasbro announced that the rocket-firing Boba Fett was finally to be released as a mail-away offer, the collecting world rejoiced. Now, many folks began receiving this mail-away Boba Fett in the mail from Hasbro. The back of the card reads like this. He's here at last. After 30 years, the Boba Fett figure with the rocket-firing backpack has reached this galaxy. The story of this mail-away figure is well-known among Star Wars fans, and we're here to deliver the goods. This figure is a recreation of the original Boba Fett figure with the addition of that all-important rocket-firing feature. Good things really do come to those who wait, and the wait is officially over. Enjoy. This new Hasbro rocket-firing Fett comes with two missiles, one that is about three inches long and actually fires out of the backpack, and a smaller one that just sits in the backpack to give the figure a vintage look. The smaller missile, though, is very soft and easily bends, but once it's inserted in the backpack, it looks pretty good. The longer one reminds me of the missile that was released with the 300th edition Boba Fett, but they are not the same mold. The new one is, of course, red, not black, but it's molded to look more like the Kenner one. Now, if you're watching the Enhanced Podcast, the next few photos are going to have the original Kenner Vintage Boba Fett on the left and the new Hasbro one on the right. The backpack itself is molded much bigger than the original Vintage one, and although it has the appearance of a slot, it's just a push button. Now, to compare the figures side by side, the first thing I'll note is that this new Hasbro Fett is slightly bigger. Now, also, the plastic and the green paint on the chest of the new Hasbro figure has a matte finish to it versus a glossy one, and overall, there's more precise detailing. Lastly, the new Hasbro Vintage Stormtrooper Blaster is softer and not quite as sturdy as the original. But overall, the figure is pretty solid. My only complaint is that really neither rocket looks great in the backpack, but the non-firing one is my preference, though, since it's more vintage-like and doesn't compress the spring when it's in place. It actually just slides into the spring itself. Now, that is to say that that is my only complaint about the figure. If you've been on the forums at SWActionNews.com or seen Scott from Tulsa's photos on YakFace.com, you know that most of the Fetch shipping are beat to crap. This has angered many people, and an article at Jedi Temple Archives would suggest that Hasbro isn't going to do anything to make it right. They're passing the buck to the post office and saying they're only replace items if the figure itself is damaged. Now, certainly Hasbro knows the collectors better than this, and I hope that this response is not their final answer. This response would indicate that the card and the bubble is only there to protect the figure, nothing more. So really, why print a card and seal a bubble to a blister card at all? Why not just send us a white mailer with a baggie like the vintage days? Hasbro isn't fooling anyone on this. The back of the card that I read earlier suggests that this is a fulfilled promise. The joy of having a vintage rocket-firing fed on card, along with the vintage line in general, literally excited some people to get back into collecting. So for $6.99 in shipping, a generic star case or even a larger box with packing supplies is a reasonable thing to expect. Hasbro totally dropped the ball big time on this one. Now, I was fortunate enough to get one that is still in really good shape, and in fact, I may have the most rare Star Wars collectible yet, a near-mint card. 
However, the other one I received had a large crease on the side of the card. Luckily for me, I wanted to open one for review and display, but based on what I'm seeing, I'm not going to go order any more. I have no need for additional loose versions of this figure, and what's the point of getting a beat-up bubble or card for your collection? Okay, I am now getting down from my soapbox, but before I wrap up, I wanted to briefly review the other vintage remakes of Fett and give a counterpoint to the Gentle Giant Boba Fett review from a few weeks ago. The original trilogy collection line from 2004 featured a Boba Fett on a replica Return of the Jedi vintage card. It came in a clamshell and had a brand new super articulated mold that has been used several times since, including a repaint for the animated debut figure we got in the 2007 tack line, speaking of the holiday special. Also this year, we got a repaint Boba Fett figure on a replica Empire Strikes Back card. This card also has the foil stamp chase design and is currently available in stores. Now with this year's vintage releases, we now have a replica of each of the first three Fett cards, one for each movie. Now Hasbro needs to work on the Jedi Desert Scene card and re-release a Fett on a droids card. Now seriously, I'd pay good money for this rocket-firing mail-away mold painted up with droids colors sealed on a replica droids card. That would be awesome. Now, two weeks ago, you heard Arnie and Marjorie review the Gentle Giant 12-inch Vintage Boba Fett. To contrast their thoughts, I was very excited when I opened mine up a few weeks ago. As a big fan of the Vintage line, and this figure in particular, I really think this is a great piece. I don't think the larger, more pronounced mold lines take away from the figure that much, and actually, I like the matte colors better on this figure, so, so I'm not in the least bit disappointed that this is not a true replica of the original figure. I mean, that was thrown out the window when it was done up as a 12-inch figure anyway. Also, I like what Gentle Giant did with the back of the card. Granted, the items on the back of the card are not vintage in any way, but I think it works. What I'm actually disappointed about is the back of the Hasbro vintage cards. Hasbro could have showcased the vintage figures available just like the old Kenner cards did. They didn't even really try to make the back vintage-like. Now, as much as I like the Gentle Giant figure, I do question the line. First, the price point is prohibitive to collect. If they hadn't announced that they were doing so many, I may have picked up the Stormtrooper, just thinking, hey, this is kind of a one-shot type deal, and then I would have picked up the Boba Fett thinking, hey, it's Fett, it's Celebration, it's Empire Strikes Back, you gotta have that too. And then maybe General Giant could have slowly conned me into buying more and more of them as they're released. But knowing that they're planning on doing so many, I don't even want to get close to being a completist on these. Now, I'll probably pick up the Vader because I have a shelf in my display room that is all Darth Vader figures, and I think he'll be a really cool addition. And I'll also pick up the R2-D2 because he'll actually be a one-to-one replica of the Lily Ledi 12-inch scaled R2-D2 from Mexico. Now, I do like the fact that the figure is removable without damaging the card, and the card itself makes for a nice piece of artwork. But really, what in the world would anybody do with 92 or even more of these figures. I wish these figures would have actually been more like 6 inches tall with maybe a $40 price point. Then I may have picked up more of them. Now, even though I can't imagine an ATST driver or a General Maydean really exciting anyone from this line, but if you're a vintage fan like me and have specific figures from the line you really love, then you'll probably enjoy picking up a General Giant version of that figure. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to my vintage viewpoint. I'll turn you back to Arnie and Marjorie, and as always, we really do care. Thank you, Jerry, and I'm glad you gave the alternate take on your thoughts on these vintage figures from General Giant, because I know a couple people had talked in the forums about canceling their order after our mostly negative review of the Boba Fett, because again, the cost to me didn't really justify what we were getting, kind of the pool toy feel. And It's like if you were looking at a vintage figure in a huge magnifying mirror, and I will tell you that if you have a magnifying mirror, go ask your wife or, you know, if, girls, if you don't have one they can be very cruel and that's what's happened here is you don't want to see things bigger because then you see all the imperfections well i started to feel bad because it is a hard to get collectible and we want to review honestly we're never going to falsify an opinion of if we think something's cool or not Mm -mm. because what we have is our integrity and giving honest reviews yeah there's a lot of sites who will just say everything is awesome from every company and i've been duped into that before where i'm like oh they say it's cool and then i buy it and i'm like what the hell were they thinking yeah so we give honest reviews but i felt a little bad thinking if he cancels and then has cancelers remorse that it would be my fault so jerry thank you for that alternate viewpoint and that is our show for this week now if you need more of star wars action news the clone wars season three started last friday fans are loving it and you can hear more of jerry on republic forces radio network and because they have switched away from the live show format this season trying to bring you a better podcast you can leave voicemails from the time that the new show airs until 1 a.m eastern sunday morning at our voicemail 415-508-JEDI tell us what you thought of the show and maybe your thoughts will be played on the air of republic forces radio network
Network. We're also going to be bringing Republic Forces Radio Network back on the Star Wars Action News feed midweek. So you can check that out and then basically get a sampling of our the new format for that show. And if you like it, go over to Republic Forces Radio Network on iTunes and subscribe. A couple of last quick links that are Star Wars related. Star Wars Action News listener Blizz. We love Blizz. He's always sending us links and pictures. He sends an article about the true hero of Star Wars, the first Star Wars, and I loved it. Yeah, it tells you the real hero of A New Hope is. And it's the TIE fighter pilot that crashes into Vader's ship. Yes. So go check that out. We'll have the link. Also, we talked a while back about a Star Wars Lego chess set that a fan built. Well, some Somebody else, another Star Wars fan, built an Empire Strikes Back specific chess set and put up a flicker pool on it. It is very cool. You really ought to check that out. What some of these Lego master builders can do is absolutely astounding. The board is very cool. It doesn't have the nice shine that I thought the first one had, but it's a great built up board. Like you feel like you could put your pieces in it. And come on, it has AT-ATs and Hoth ice turret guns for rooks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means, but I know what the figures are. And that's our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more Star Wars goodness. And don't forget to check out Republic Forces Radio Network. Yeah, I got my Celebration 5 exclusive Bosk in the mail. I have yet to open him. So we'll be reviewing him next week. And hopefully I'll have a werewolf Chewbacca. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News book club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit yakface.com, hanshideout.blogspot.com, and jedi-temple-archives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is web programmers Jason and Joe, associate produced by Brock, reporters Jerry and Steve, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Berent. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2010, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. The next question. Are there any plans to do any fans' choice voice... Is that like Werewolf or Mitzvah? Werewolf Chewbacca. Creepy, scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming Wookiees. (laughs)